Hey, business building warrior. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, and we have a weekend update episode for you. As often as we can, we're going to compile some of the best moments from recent episodes, just in case you missed something, or if you want to be re-reminded of some of the greatest tips and strategies, some of those compelling, maybe emotional moments from some of the recent podcast episodes, some things that really get you fired up and motivated. Maybe you're going to work hard this weekend and knock out some good action on your business. Well, this is a great podcast episode to take with you, our weekend updates. These are short segments, little clips from recent episodes that you may have missed. Now, keep in mind, if you want to hear the full episode for anything you're about to hear, just check the show notes. Go to silentgym.com, find this podcast episode, and look for the show notes. We'll tell you exactly which episode each of our clips were pulled from, so you can go check out the full thing if you'd like. But in any case, thanks for being a listener to this show. Thanks for being a part of the, the growing community of people who enjoy and benefit from the Amazon and e-commerce training that we provide in this community. So one little reminder, all the great people you're going to hear today being interviewed, the discussions I'm having, they all have something in common. They are all students of the Proven Amazon course, the most established, most success-filled, most frequently updated, most cutting-edge Amazon training course that's great for anyone from brand new sellers who've never sold anything before online to some of the most advanced sellers you'll ever meet. They're all using the Proven Amazon course strategies, or our coaching program. There's links to both at silentgym.com, as well as a link to our free Facebook group, where we've got, as I record this, over 71,000 members who are interacting from around the world using the strategies that we teach on this podcast and in our content. So let's jump into the weekend update. Thanks for listening. We'll have brand new episodes for you very soon. So keep listening, keep checking back. Enjoy the weekend update. My initial introduction was backtracked two years ago from 2020 when uh, I, I paid a really expensive course on private label, which is a huge mistake. Oops. Uh, Talk us yeah, through that briefly, oops. unless it's too dramatic or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, ju- I just knew that I, I needed to... I, I wanted to start a business and I wanted... I thought e-commerce is the way to go, I, but I didn't know any better. I, I thought private label is the way to... As an entry point, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I was kind of yeah. misled in a way. You spend some <laughs> so, time on YouTube, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. And that's how I found it because I've been researching. And we, it was a, I don't know if you've heard me talk about this before, Marcel, but that's a, st- a sad story we've heard so many times. Yeah. So many times. People started with private label because that's what everyone on YouTube was talking about. And they end up spending... And you don't have to tell us how much you spent, but I can tell you it was between $8,000 and $40,000. And they got basically nothing for it, except maybe a garage full of product they couldn't sell. I mean, that's the story we've heard over and over and over and over for years. Yeah. And the the third part is, you know, I didn't have that money. I had to find that money. And when it did not pan out, it was very painful. And I I had to uh, do a step back, like uh, a year at least. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, here I am again, trying to find something. I probably did some network and direct marketing before, like half a dozen of them. And finally, I thought I have e-commerce and then I did that. And then that happened. So it's it's just sad. I I need a year, as I was mentioning, just to recover from it. Yeah. But there's the one thing though that, that happened out of it, just trying to look at the positive side of it is I did get set up with my LLC. 
in my professional seller account at the Amazon, you know, you, you have two choices, individual or professional. Mm-hmm. So right. I got that all set up. So the verification process, you know, it takes a couple of weeks or so. And when I was ready to jump back in a year after you know, everything is there, I could just resubscribe. It just get continued. So that was, that made it quick. I started to forgive loved ones who I thought hurt me. And mm. When I forgave, it's like the blinders were lifted and my wow. eyes were opened. That's and at that, at that point, God said, now march out, you're ready. <laughs> like, I'll be ready to do whatever he's going to do in my life. So that's what, what he was waiting for me to have that heart of, you know, to forgive. And, and in the Proven Conference in Louisville, you had a pastor guest who spoke about forgiveness. Kevin, Pastor Kevin, my lifelong friend. Yeah. yeah. His book, A Fight to Forgive. He was our yes. Sunday morning and, speaker. So you, you got to hear him speak. So I get to hear that. I was like crying. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember it. Yeah. So here That's I was amazing. going to a seller conference and you've designed the conference so that the business and faith kind of weave together. So yeah, it's I don't perfect. know how to separate. It's perfect them. for me, though. Perfect yeah. for me. So just... I'm sometimes asked, Marcel, people will say, you know, how have you woven faith and business together? Like, how how did how do you do that? And so you're asking the wrong question of me. <laughs> I don't know how to separate them. I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly don't. They yeah. the ex- the rules for success in relationships, in health, in business, in spirituality. The rules for success are all identical. So if I'm talking about success in any one of them, I'm talking about success in all the others at the same time. Mm-hmm. In relationships, the rules are all the same. Others. Yeah. Repair relationships with others if they're damaged. Serve others <laughs> as you grow relationships or yeah. in the lives of others. And God yeah. rewards that. Yeah. In, in business, it's called you know uh, profit. In, in relationships, it's, it's legacy and yeah. grandkids. And you know, in, in health, it's... I'm staying fit because I want to be here for my grandkids. I'm not just doing it so I look good. I'm doing it for the benefit of those that I love, right? So the rules are all the same in all those areas. Mm-hmm. And God's made it very clear yeah. that you know you focus yeah. to the degree that you focus on others, there's reward there. That's the journey. So yes, yeah, and so it, I love that that resonated with you. I hadn't heard that part of your story. I'm going to make sure Kevin hears this episode because yeah. he was there was a fairly large group there. A lot of people. Did you have a chance to to spend some time with Kevin in conversation? By but not time? with Kevin. Um, I did have a chance to uh, meet with other many many people in the conference as well as being there. Not Very with good. Kevin. Well, I'll make sure he knows that you were impacted by that. Maybe you could contact him and have a little conversation yeah. sometime. But yeah, that's tremendous. I'm I'm so glad because for those who don't realize, our our conference was over three days. But since it was on a Sunday, we had a non-denominational optional two hours, started our day a little early session with a good friend of mine who has a ministry that's all about forgiveness. Yeah. And it's based on his story of having been attacked in his home and yeah. left for dead by an intruder. One of the most vicious in-home invasion stories in Detroit's history. Yeah. And he survived. And the cool part is he built a relationship with his attacker and forgave him. A Fight to Forgive. They're actually making a movie about uh, his story. So it's pretty incredible. But he was our guest speaker that Sunday morning. And and I'm thrilled to know that it had an impact on you. That's tremendous, Marshall. I don't know where to go, but I just know I need to take action. You know, get out of the house. I read Robert Kiyosaki's book. I think I have four or five of his books. Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad. Rich, yeah. <laughs> Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, 
the which that poor dad stories of people who did it, and uh, you know the difference between an employee versus self-employed versus mm. business owner versus mm. business investor, and how yes. we want to aim to be a business owner investor, and that resonated with me having from a parents who has construction or building real estate and everything. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll sign up for a real estate work, a group. So I did. And in one of the weekly seminar sessions they have in August of 2021, one of the featured speakers uh, talked about how he got into his real estate investments. His first or two slide decks were talk, talking about how he was an Amazon e-commerce seller. <laughs> and oh, I said, wow, I was doing that a year ago. You know, I'm still kind of grieving over that, but this guy seems to say that he's successful. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of his talk, I said, thank you for the talk on your real estate investment, but can you tell me more about your Amazon seller? Because that's what a seller experienced. Because he said that's what he helped him get into real estate. I said, and he said, well, have you heard about my silent team? I said, no. <laughs> uh, and then he showed me maybe uh, the silent sales machine book in the in his phone. And he said, now, have you heard about Jim Cockrum? No. Well, here, here's his podcast. You want to check it out? Oh, and so, excellent. yeah, so I, I did that. I, I checked the book. I, I, I think the sound sales machine book, I bought it from Amazon and I started going to the podcast and listening. And then I think after a few weeks of listening, I said, okay, so this is legit. You know, my, my trauma of signing on on something that could be disastrous was there. And so like, I was like, oh, I don't know. So I, I listened and listened and listened. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe after four weeks, I decided to sign sign on to it. So September 30, 2021, I signed on both reactivated my Amazon professional seller account and signed on for PAs for PAC on the same day. Wow. Um, and then and then there I, I was learning more. You start with the Amazon 101 module in the pack, and then you go to the replants course that Jimmy Smith teaches. And so I went, I went through that for four to six weeks and I, I made my very first send on October 17. I remember it because it's just a milestone to be able to do that first box. I was so afraid to spend $90. I think it was one I first spent, but I, okay, I loved it. Okay. That's, this is going to be it. And then um, I think it took a while because I that must be very, very busy because I, I did not, it did not get checked in until like four weeks, but I was okay. I was just listening to the podcast and learning the modules, re-listening. Well, let me ask you a few questions and we'll get into anything you have for me, but how are you finding your profitable inventory? What is the process that you use and what to you determines a, a good replen? So I do. I still do RA. I go to the store when I go pick up my items that I need to replenish. I, I also stop by to do RA where I type in the brand that I'm in front of, type it in, see if there's anything that that is profitable. I, I started using a product, uh, keep a product finder typing in based on the brand type, put your uh, criteria, like how many drops you wanted, you know, what, 10 drops, no, no lower than that, how much profit you want, you know, how many sellers. And then you plug that in, in the keep a, keep a product finder, and then it will come up with suggested ASINs and you go and look at each ASINs. Yeah. Brian Olson has yeah. a course, a module while you're on that topic inside the proven Amazon course collection of modules. There's one called advanced keep a training. I think it's called advanced keep a something like that. Yeah. He talks about the keep a product finder page and how to use it, how to navigate. There's many things you can do with that, but that's what you're talking about here. Yeah, it's a very powerful page. I was just talking one of our students through before we started this podcast today, mm-hmm. how to jump in and do some research. Super powerful tool. For those who yeah. don't know what Keepa is, go listen to podcast episode 369. It's a good intro to why we love Keepa, what it does that no other tool does. We're not going to explain it right now, but yeah. it's a powerful tool that all the replen sellers in our community are using. 
okay, now what do I need now? Okay, I need to learn how to outsource and what are things I need to think about? When I, so I just go to the pack, listen put, to it in between my sourcing. And, put that lesson in your own words, if you don't mind, Marcel. People have heard me say it maybe a few times. There's probably some new listeners. You said just-in-time learning. What do you mean by that? So as, as you grow your business, as you mature, you're, there are things that you'll be looking for, you'll be needing help on, you need more information on. Uh, the Proven Amazon course library has, has this library of different information that you can go to to grow. Different so modules, saying, yeah. Yeah, different modules and, and even different models. So if mm-hmm. replants, once you do that and you are ready for the next thing, you want to do brand, develop a, you know, branded bundles. You, you can go to that module and learn, um, right. you know, like, yeah. So we whatever you need, it. you kind of basically find it. <laughs> find yeah, it we, there. And we contrast that just in time learning with, you know, like when you went through university, it's yeah. a lot of just in case uh-huh. education. We're going to teach you a whole bunch of things just in case you might need it someday. Mm-hmm. And you fill your head and you memorize facts and data and information and you forget a lot of it, but you test mm-hmm. it and you memorize, you memorize it at the time at least. Yeah. But yeah, our approach is very different around here. We teach you what you need for the next steps ahead of you. And once you've taken those next steps, okay, now what do we need now? Mm-hmm. So we teach you as you go, just in time versus just in case. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's been part of our education philosophy a long time around here. Thanks for bringing that up. We're very proud of that, actually. Yeah. And it is a library. It really is. It's yeah. Sometimes people will ask me, how long does it take to go through the Proven Amazon course? And I say, <laughs> yeah. I don't think everyone will ever, anyone will ever know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying, how long would it take me to read all the books in the library? Well, by the time was... you started to think you had done it, there's all new books in there. You know, the old stuff's been updated and you know, mm-hmm. some of the outdated stuff's been purged and yeah. there's always more to learn. So we yeah. teach you what you need when you need it. That's the right. e-commerce journey, that the way that we teach it. So one of the lessons I, I shared the, the first day I emphasized this year was that, do you remember the two-word question that I encouraged everyone? This is a little test. I don't know yes. if you remember. Do you remember uh, what it was? The two-word question that I wanted you to use the whole event? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's business? Exactly. In the moment <laughs> you, were... you ask that, oh, they're so enthusiastic. They're, yeah. they're happy to share. Yeah. It, because yeah. You, you get out in the real world and no one asks you that. And yeah. if you ask anyone that, they look at you like you're an alien. But here, <laughs> that's a yeah. great question, right? Mm-hmm. Good, good tip, actually. Good tip. Um, so early, so early learnings, I guess I want to share to people who's kind of new or starting. Uh, just list on an existing ASIN. You, you don't need to create a new list. Just list on anything that you're allowed to list. Great tip. And if it's maybe not a lot, just list on it. Just find it. And when you find one, be happy with that one. And then what, what you can do, what I've done is like when I have a brand that I was approved on, I went to like Seller Central. Central, yeah. And you like add a product, type in the brand. And then that's my initial on how I did it. It's like I type in the brand and then there's like 500 ASINs of that brand. And I just went one at a time. Okay, am I approved to this? No, not approved. Okay, but out of the 500, I found 13. So I used the 13 and I bought three of each of the 13. And that's how kind of like I started growing and having that's getting more excited. Yeah. We had one student point that out. It's been quite a while ago, but you just pointed out a great tip. There's so many ways to find great replens. Yeah. I actually just recorded a few days ago. It hasn't been published yet. An episode of a bunch of different ways to find replens. I left this one out. There's so many cool tips, but yeah. <laughs> like you just said, you go into Seller Central, like you're setting up a new listing and you type in a brand and see yeah. what pre-populates. Right. All those ASINs could be potential replens. Go through, research them. I or went have through your it. 500 research of them. them. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, went through it. And then ship ship weekly. It doesn't matter if it's one box, three boxes, every week. If because that will just Amazon wants to minimum. see the metrics that you're that you're reliable seller that you're gonna send it. Yeah. Um, that you're consistent. And for yeah. me, it took two and a half months. And after that, it opened up for me and it opened up everything. And even if you know you you are like request to sell, you just hit that request to sell and you get approved because they they see that you've been sending consistently yes. for over two months. So that's a good thing. We see then, some people out there charging money and maybe hundreds of dollars that have courses or books or content on how to get ungated. We're like, no, just go sell about 50 things and suddenly yeah. the gates yeah. and fly then, open. And you're just yeah. clicking buttons and getting ungated in anything and right. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the other more, the ungating process where they ask you to uh, show proof of purchase. Mm-hmm. I got that bound pat. I mean, just yeah. 10 no of deal. one thing. Mm-hmm. I applied 38 minutes. I got approved from the time I purchased the 10 thing. Apply yeah. it. I got it already. <laughs> so it's, don't, don't ever pay anybody for ungating services or advice. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, you know. Not needed. But, sell a few but, things. Yeah, the, yeah, the key is needed. consistency in shipping. That's, yes. I think, consistency. Yeah, it is. Product. Consistency in shipping. And, and once they see that you're a serious seller and they trust you, which takes a little time, a couple months and, you know, 50 units sold, the gates really do start to fall open. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard me talk about the Hebrew lesson, the eight levels of giving? The thousands I think I, thousands I, 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 yeah, I, I heard you mention those in, in one of your podcasts. Yeah. yeah, and I won't go through all eight of them, but for the sake of those who maybe haven't heard, Marcel, because this speaks exactly to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's always virtuous to give. It's always virtuous to help someone else. But in the Hebrew culture, there's eight levels of giving. It's mm-hmm. broken down. So the, the lowest level is begrudgingly giving someone something so they'll leave you alone. Like someone's mm-hmm. begging in the street and they're persistent and they're tugging on your jacket. And like, here's a dollar, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. That was virtuous, but it's not the highest level of virtue. The highest level of virtue, kind of like you said, give a man a fish versus teach him to fish. Well, the highest level is enabling him to become a giver himself. And so that's what we see ourselves doing around here is teaching people how to grow businesses. And better yet, Students come along like you who are seeing the success and they start thinking, okay, wait a second. I could leverage my life experiences and the connections I have and the success I have and create a new way to train this community on how to succeed even further. So now are you not only helping people learn to fish, you're teaching them how to teach other people to fish. Are you with me? It's like that highest level possible of virtue when it comes to giving and generosity. And so I'm excited to see that you're processing it this way. Yeah. Uh, I, I see leadership future in this community or wherever else you go and do, but uh, very exciting to, to be on this journey of, and I just loved hearing your story today. In my opinion, this is kind of Dave Ramsey advice too. I heard him give this advice years ago and I adopted it into the e-commerce arenas. He says, you've got to find someone to go out and kill a bear and drag it back to the cave. That's your first hire. Someone else who's yeah, doing so- the hard work of mm-hmm. finding revenue, yeah. finding profit. So what's that in e-commerce? Well, it's someone who's going out and finding replens. Someone else who's out there finding new products that you can sell. That's the first hire. Because once you've got that, now you've got some extra margin you can play with to start to automate some of the systems. But you don't want to just make convenience hires. Like, I don't like doing this. I don't feel like it. I'm not motivated to do that. So I'm just going to hire somebody to do that role. If you think that way, you're going to find yourself just meeting payroll for a bunch of people while you scramble to try to come up with enough revenue, right? So you find someone who can generate revenue as your great first hire. So that means a VA that you train, probably from the Philippines, ideally, or use our Proven Replens VA program and we'll assign one to you. Kyle oversees that program. 
those are your first best hires from our vantage point. If you're going to bring someone onto your team, find someone else who finds great inventory with you. Um, but that's for your sake, Marshall, and for anyone else out there who's maybe considering the, the journey. Well, how's it been going since then? What'd you do next? So uh, as many people, we, me and my wife, we are starting like everybody else, going to discount store and scanning, scanning barcode. That's what, what we were doing. But we think that there must be something else. We don't want to go from store to store trying to scan barcode. And that's when we found the Jimmy Bipens, uh training. And that changed everything because now we have like a business that we can grow because it was a little bit more predictable. So right. we, we know what we were doing. And I remember that Jimmy says that in the first 30 days, you have to find 30 replays. And I think at Walmart alone, we found over 100 replays. In your first 30 crazy. days? Yeah, because nice. once, once everything clicked, yeah. when my, open, my eyes opened, we, we understand everything now. And it was really easy to find replays. That's tremendous. Yeah. So you jumped into our replens training, and mm-hmm. once it all clicked, once it made sense to you, even at one Walmart, <laughs> you found a hundred yeah. replens. Are, yeah. are you still selling any of those today? Today, or have any of them made it through a long period of time? Yeah, I have a few of those that uh, still today, and uh, they made yeah very very good uh, products. Yeah, it's That's it's great. really it's crazy. Yeah. How many replens do you have now? Now I think we have like two hundred and seventy five. Yeah, That's awesome. something around. Yeah. Great work. Great work. Mm-hmm. Well, talk me through the routine. How do you find these products? Are you doing all the work yourself? How much time are you putting into this? So yeah, something that I didn't tell you is that uh, I took the, the online Simplify training. Right. So that's what I'm doing right now. My, like. 90 to 95% of my business is doing tactical arbitrage and find uh, replays through tactical arbitrage. So basically what I do is after I took the training, everything is a little bit easier now because uh, Jessica and Leia, they, they explain everything pretty well. So basically what I'm doing right now is find replays through tactical arbitrage. Then I place the order. The order comes to my house. My wife take the products and she prep everything. And then we send everything to Amazon. Basically, that's, that's our business right now. That's tremendous. Well, you guys really have it dialed in, it sounds like. And it's just the two of you then? Yeah, just my wife and I. Yeah. yeah. How many total hours per week would you say the two of you are spending? I would say maybe 15 hours. Yeah, like 15 hours every week. Yeah, wow. because it, it depends. But uh, with tactical arbitrage, something that tactical arbitrage has now for me is that I can just run a search. I can do something else. And when I come back, I just need to check the results. And after we check Kipa, and if everything is all right, I just place the order. And basically, that's, that's what we do. That's awesome. Well, for those who don't know, Lionel's mentioning the online arbitrage training that we recently released. That will be part of the Proven Amazon course soon, which is where all of our Amazon training is. But he paid to get early access to it a few months ago. And we do that with some of the new modules around here. We roll them out as a standalone course first, and then we add them to the collection of trainings inside the Proven Amazon course. So that online arbitrage training, we called it OAS, 
onlinearbitragesimplified.com is where we sell the course. But you can get it as part of the Proven Amazon course starting towards the end of 2022, early 2023. We're going to roll that in. But that's what you're using primarily, Lionel, now to find all those new replens, correct? Yeah, that's basically what we do right now is just... Even though I have all the replants that I found when I was doing Walmart, and uh, mm-hmm. I still have those replants. Yeah. But uh, basically, right now, what we are doing is tactical arbitrage and yeah, find replants through tactical arbitrage. Congratulations. That's awesome. And, and about yeah, how many are you finding per week on average? It's difficult to know like exactly, but I can tell you that sometimes I run a search and I can find 20 replants in like an hour. And you know, sometimes more, sometimes less, but I, yeah, I can find a lot of replants right now. So that's tremendous. Yeah, Leah yeah. and Jessica did a really good job putting that training together for us. And for those who don't know, again, we've we interviewed both of them. I'll stick links to those episodes in the show notes so you can go back and review them. But that's a couple of uh, moms from our community who both sell approximately six figures per month using online shopping only. They never see or touch their inventory. They're sending it to a prep center. Any plans for you guys to begin doing that yourself using a prep center instead of doing all the prep yourself, especially with online arbitrage? Yeah, that was one of my questions. That for you, what do you think is a better idea to to hire first a virtual assistant or or a prep center? What do you think is is our next move? Yeah, you know, I, I like that question, and generally, my answer to that's always going to be no matter what stage you're at. My answer is always going to be. It makes more sense to have somebody finding inventory for you and helping ramp up the number of products that you can buy and invest in. But you guys have that really dialed in right now. I don't know if you could... Are you having trouble buying all the inventory you're finding? Is that a struggle yet? Or Yeah, that's the thing. That I think right now we have more inventory, more leads than yeah. capital. So yeah, that's what we are right. trying so to So you may be ready to get a prep center and maybe even get, a, get an outside funding source helping mm-hmm. you out. Uh, looking into some outside funding. Have you looked into any uh, creative ways to increase your your uh, investment funds? For your yeah, business? we are we are using like uh, two different business credit cards that, that help us to buy more inventory. But yeah, we are trying to still figure out how to find more capital to invest in, in inventory. You might talk to our friends at Accrue Me as well. Have you had a conversation with them yet by any chance? No. Just to have a conversation and see what they can offer you. They'll take a look at the current amount of inventory, your current sales, and then give you some cash. There's no interest that's being accumulated on that cash. You can keep it as long as you want to. When you return that cash to them, they take it plus a percentage of how much your business has grown since they gave you the money. So it's a very friendly way to grow your business without the stress of making a monthly payment. Uh, They're good partners of the community. You can find out about them. I did a podcast episode with the founder of that community and they've helped at this point. I'm guessing around 100, maybe 200 or more listeners to this podcast. But go to silentgym.com slash funding. There's a great link there. Just go check them out and see what they have to offer. It's a a pretty slick deal. And if if you come to them from our community as well, I'm pretty sure they're still doing this offer where they give you $500. If they fund you... Let's say they fund you $10,000. They give you the 10. Then they give you $500 like on a gift card to do whatever you want with. Just as a nice way to start the relationship. So oh, it's, a, nice. it's a really cool organization. Very creative funding just for... They love working with 
Amazon replens sellers, like the people from our community, because they know that they've got such a solid business model behind them. But okay, yeah, so with the situation you're in, you probably are ready to, you know, your constraint is funding. Your constraint isn't finding profitable inventory, you're finding a lot of it. So you need to get the funding thing dialed in. And it absolutely makes sense to start using a prep center from my vantage point. Sending instead of sending products to your home, sending them to someone else to get them ready to send to Amazon. Just frees up your time. So as you guys do get more capital, you're doing the things that only you can do instead of spending time putting tape on boxes, right? Exactly. Yeah. And for those who don't know, I'm I'm assuming you probably know this, Lionel, but you can go to prepcenternetwork.com. That website got a whole list of prep centers in our community, bunch of them that you can choose from and kind of work your way through and, and contact a few, maybe start the homework now and see which ones would receive your inventory and what terms they have. Uh, each one of them is a little different. Some of them are small and working out of someone's garage and others are massive warehouses with a few hundred clients. But uh, we, we've got all of them listed and all the ones that we're aware of in that one resource. So check that out for sure. Help yeah, you we'll do it. In there. Yeah. Yep. I saw somebody the other day on the group uh, trying to figure out how to find replants. And that what worked for me at the beginning was taking pictures of the products in the store. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to Walmart. I My wife took the picture for me. And when we come home, I just put it in the computer next to the uh, Amazon page. And I was trying to figure it out which one works and which one doesn't. And I think that's a good idea for people like Maybe you don't like to be at the store for a long time. You can take the picture, go home, and you can you can find a lot of replays that way as well. So yeah. if, if you are new, listen to this. I think that's a good idea that you can do it. And I yeah, think I love the fact that even even at Walmart, you know, yeah. something that people think of is like, oh, surely people have picked over everything possible there. Well, every Walmart's different. Even in the same region, you're going to find differences at the different WalMarts. But the replays opportunity is so huge. It's so vast that even stores that are available to pretty much everyone in the US, there's still loads of opportunity there. Uh, because you're not looking for great products, you're looking for great replens, underserved ASINs. There's a difference there. And going through the proven Amazon course training on replens, that really helps you understand the difference between the two. Even a lot of times, too, Lionel, what we see is you don't have to have the buy box to make oh, sales. Yes. You know, the buy box could be floating on to use your example. You're priced at 25, winning the buy box. There's people selling at 17, 18 dollars, and they're making sales too, but you're higher than them, making plenty of sales. But I would say, let's say I'm the other seller, I'm in there at 27 dollars, and I never get the buy box. Never. It never goes above 25 dollars. But there's plenty of times where I will make the sale few times a month where I'll make the sale because I've, I have a regional advantage. My inventory is sitting in a warehouse near the buying customer somewhere. And that customer doesn't care what the buy box says. They want it two hours from now. So they exactly. grab mine. That happens a lot on the fast moving mm-hmm. products. So learning to identify those fast movers where you can make a good profit, even playing well above the current buy box. There's opportunity everywhere. So well done. It sounds yeah. like you're figuring out a lot of these types of things and, and, and building a yeah. beautiful business. Yeah, that's exactly what happens to me because sometimes I'm not afraid if there is a lot of sellers in a, in one listing because if I see that keep a move really fast, if I see more than 20, 30 drops per month, mm-hmm. I know that this product sells a lot. So I don't care if there is 20, 25 other sellers, I know that I'm going to sell as well. So yeah, I'm not afraid to 
jump in and at least in if there is a lot of sellers because once you understand Kipa and you see the movement, you know that you are going to sell as well. Yeah, that's right. Great tips. You've you've figured out the the secret strategies in this business. It's not complex. It is a lot of work, but it's not complicated. What I say is if you have 80% of the product that you buy right, it doesn't matter the other 20 because you're gonna make you're gonna make mistakes, but you're gonna win more than that you lose. So that's yeah, what I you're focus exactly on. right. Man, that's a great perspective, Lionel, because it's kind of like this is the, the analogy I've used before is it's kind of like imagine you were picking stocks and you knew that the system you had was going to produce 80% of the time produce winners that give you a 40 to 150% ROI. And the other 20% are going to be losers that are either break even or maybe a 10, 20, 30% loss. Would you play that game? Well, absolutely, you'd play that oh, game. No. You'd be crazy not to play that game. And that's kind of what the replin system is. About 80% of the time, and that can be a conservative number, you're picking winners and they're going to sell for a profit within the next 30 or 60 days. And then 20% of the time, oops, I made a mistake or the price drops or something else mm-hmm. bad happens. You got to liquidate out that product. You're hit, taking a small hit there. But even on those small hits, the nice thing is a lot of times if you wait, the price comes back. Come back, yeah. Sell it at a nice yeah. margin, right? So, so replens sometimes will drift in and out of being good replens. And on those, you can either time it or just walk away from them and just rely on the, the steady ones. But you're figuring these things out. And uh, yeah. it, it, look, you've got some good rules of thumb in place. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.